God for everyone this morning. Amen. Zooming in. We pray all is well. We believe all is well. Amen. Because we serve the God that sits high and looks low. Amen. And he's in control of everything that's going on. He has the final say. So we ought to be encouraged this morning just because of the God that we serve. That we have confidence in the true and living God. That he would never leave us nor forsake us. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. And our life is in his hands. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, my God, I, I, I feel a little help from the Holy Ghost this morning. Glory to God. In spite of the crazy week I had, and I know everybody on here can testify, it's been some craziness going on. <laughs> Amen. But in spite of all of that, God is still good. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and go into the Sunday school lesson. This morning, we're talking about a spiritual warfare. Amen. And I'll go ahead and give you a disclosure. I may not fully follow all of the scriptures that uh, the writer has in the lesson, but you have them as a reference. Um, primarily, I'm going to be dealing in the book of Ephesians, the sixth chapter, starting at verse 10. So you can follow me through those scriptures, and I'll be going through each one of those scriptures, dealing with a spiritual warfare. Amen? And I'll kind of go back and forth between what the writer has and dealing with that particular passage of scripture. So we understand that there's been a spiritual warfare going on since the beginning of time. Amen? We ain't just started in the fight. We ain't just started having the battle. The battle has been going on ever since the beginning. So we're not a stranger to hard times. And we all need to grasp that concept that the church is not a stranger to hard times, to afflictions, to pestilence and famine and wars. We're not a stranger to that. But it continues to escalate as time goes on. Amen. So we got to have some knowledge about the enemy's mutual ground of warfare as he knows about you. Because believe it or not, your enemy studies you. Amen. And we have a tendency of not studying our enemy. But we got to study him. As he studies us, so he don't catch us slipping, that he don't catch us off, so that we can be standing up in this fight. Come on, somebody. So you got to know something about his character so you can build a defense from his attacks. Oh, because he's coming to attack. Amen. Every day you get up. You are faced with a new set of challenges that you got to deal with called life. And you're also faced with the spirit of attack because the enemy don't want you to succeed. 
The enemy don't want you to walk around with the joy of the Lord as your strength. The enemy don't want to see you flourish and prosper. Come on here. So there's going to be a spirit of attack that we constantly have to deal with. Amen. So no spiritual battle can be won or overcome without God being your primary weapon. So let, let's, let's get that settled in the very beginning. God is your primary weapon. You got to take the Lord Jesus with you everywhere you go. You can't afford to leave Jesus at home. You got to take him when you leave out the door. When you just going up the street to run a few errands, when you go into the job and you go into visit and you go to do your business, you got to take God with you, got you always because he needs to be in the forefront of everything that we do. Come on here, because we need to draw strength and power and wisdom from God. We're not going to be able to do this on our own. Amen. So we're going to get into the warrior's power and armor. We're also going to deal with the warrior's foes and the warrior's resource. So dealing with Ephesians, the sixth chapter, starting in verse 10. And so I'm going to hit all three of these topics while we teach it from this passage of scripture. Amen. So the first thing about Ephesians, the sixth chapter, this is dealing the context here. Paul wrote this while he was in prison in the custody of Roman soldiers. And that's pretty important that we understand that concept. Because Paul was able to watch and see how the Roman soldier was dressed, how the Roman soldier carried himself. And as the man of God was laying there in jail and he was able to look at these soldiers, he said to himself, I could imagine, and I'm paraphrasing, that I can look at the soldiers as an example and I can give this wisdom and this knowledge to the saints of God on how they should carry themselves in spiritual warfare. How we should emulate the whole mindset and the attitude of a soldier. Amen. It was easy for him to see the equipment that the soldiers used because he was laying there looking at it every day. Amen. So starting out at verse 10, Ephesians 6 and 10, the Bible says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So literally, Paul is saying here, look, you got to strengthen yourself. You, you got to come up, step up, and you got to square up your shoulders. You got to stand up tall and strengthen yourself in the Lord. Meaning, 
You got to get some thick skin, saints. Everything shouldn't bother you. Come on here. You got to be tough to be able to handle the onslaught of the enemy. Because he coming for you. He coming for the juggler. He's not playing fair. So stop expecting the enemy to play fair. Come on here. You was tough when you was in the world. You was out in the street and doing your thing before you came to the Lord. Well, it's the same and even more so now that you're in the kingdom. You got to exhibit that same toughness as you going through trials and tribulations. Come on here. This ain't the time for the saints of God to be weak because your enemy is watching you. He's studying you. And he knows your particulars. Come on here. Be bold and tenacious. Be that saint of God that can be used in the front lines of the army of God. Oh, come on here. That we ain't running scared because we get hit from every side with life. That we face our trouble. We face our adversities with the help of God. With his word, with our faith. Come on here. Stand up with some backbone. Oh my God. God ain't looking for no weak jelly back saints. Be strong in the Lord. Oh my God. I felt that thing. And in the power of his might. We got to learn how to handle the pressure saints. Because the pressure is being constantly applied. Oh, you can feel it in the atmosphere. Oh, every day that I go out, and uh, even when you're in your home, and you can just feel it in the atmosphere, the enemy comes to pressure the saints trying to smother you. Come on here. Smother out your praise. Smother out your worship. By how? Applying the pressure. The pressure, the stresses that we face day by day. You you can't let it get to you. Come on here. You got to let Jesus be in your mind. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Oh my God. Not only was he a servant and he was a humble servant. Oh my God. But he stood up and stood up to the devil. He rebuked Pharisees and Sadducees. He called them out. Oh my God. And you got to rebuke the devil and call him out because you got the power and the authority that Jesus gave you. Oh, come on here. When you study the ministry of Jesus Christ, we're nothing weak about Jesus. Jesus, oh my God, he went to the temple and he taught, oh my God, the scriptures to those that thought they knew everything, oh my God, that thought they had everything sewed up in the religious world, he had to stand tall, and you're going to have to stand tall, you're going to have to handle the pressure, because we all going to be faced with pressure, oh my God, but you can't break because you're under pressure. We all going to go through hardships. You ain't the only one going through, honey. Oh, my God. Listen to the testimony of other saints. Talk to other saints in other states and other countries. You're not the only one that's going through adversity. You're not the only one that faith is on trial. All our faith is on trial. Buckle up, soldier. You said you was in the 
A lot of times we get discouraged and we just quit. We get discouraged and we turn away. No, no. You got to learn how to go through and say, I'm going to trust in God in this. This what I'm going through, this rough season I'm going through, I'm just going to trust God. I'm going to shut down all the negativity, all the negative voices, and I'm just going to believe God. I'm not going to talk myself out of it. I'm going to talk myself through it. Oh, come on here. Oh, my God. I was talking to one of my children. Told them, don't talk yourself out of it, but talk yourself through. Because you got God on your side. See, that makes all the difference. See, uh, we got to learn how when we go through, that we got to go through with some expectancy because we know that God is on our side. God don't want his people to fail now. Come on here. Oh, my God. Oh, you got to have a mindset. Oh, my God, of a soldier that I can make it. If my forefathers made it, I can make it. They had the word and I got the word. They had the power and I got the power. Why can't I make it? They had the tools to use and I got the tools to use. Why can't I make it? I can make it. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Oh my God. So the soldier goes through the basics of training to build up physical strength so he can use the weapons that they give him to use in the battle. So then by faith, I then rely on the power of God because I know if I'm standing in faith and I believe God is going to work with me, and that he is going to be there for me because he said he never be me nor forsake me. That I'm standing on his word. I'm standing on his promises. Everything that he said, everything that he spoke, he'll bring it to pass in my life. Oh, my God. I'm going to rely on the power of God to get me through life situations, circumstances, the storms of life and every battle that I got to face. Oh, my God. So once you get through the process of basic training, and a lot of us are going through the basic training, you think you advanced. Oh, we're going to pause right there. You think you advanced. And God has to show us where we are. And I believe in this season that God is showing the church exactly where we stand. If you're paying attention now to what's happening, to what's happening even in the spirit realm, the shift that's occurring, God is showing you, you don't have it all made in the shade, boo. You're not as strong as you thought you were. You can be stronger. If you strengthen yourself, like Paul said. But see, a lot of us got relaxed because we was doing the church thing and the religious thing. But we weren't minding the things of the kingdom. We weren't watching our soul. We were letting too 
face dropped to the ground, getting caught up with everyday life and neglecting our spirit man. God is showing us where we are. Oh my God. It ain't nothing like looking in the mirror at yourself. I hope you look in the mirror at yourself before you leave out the house. Oh, come on here. We got to do some spiritual inventory. And I imagine Paul, when he was laying there in that jail, not only did he get an opportunity to look at the Roman soldier, but he had an opportunity to reflect on himself. Oh, my God. See, we got to commune with God and talk to God in prayer so God can let us know where we stand. God, what is it that I need to be doing? How long, God, am I going through this season? How long, God? And if we stay long enough, God will reveal. I'm a living witness. But a lot of times we in such a rush, we in such a hurry, we got so much going on, we can't hear God. Oh, my God. So let's talk about some things that drain our strength. Number one, laziness. Oh, ouch. Laziness is an enemy to the saints of God. And you can read in the book of Proverbs, there's so many scriptures in the book of Proverbs that you can read concerning how God hates laziness. You think that God is going to set you on high and going to bless you mightily and give you all of these gifts and anointings and titles and you lazy. No, it ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. You can read in Proverbs, the sixth chapter, Proverbs 6, 6 through 9, talks about the ant and how the ant is so busy, but yet the peoples of God can be so lazy and lax, waiting on somebody else to step up, waiting on somebody else to do the job. Oh, my God. But we got to be busy about our father's business like never before. Come on, somebody. Proverbs 15. Proverbs 26. Proverbs 8, 18, 19. All of those chapters gives us scriptures referring to laziness. Oh, we're going to have to get busy. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I, I don't care what's going on in the land. Uh, how the numbers are with COVID, um, how much evil and destruction is going on in the land, uh, what's going on in, in Russia and China, we still got a work to do. We still going to be accountable for the work and the assignment that God has placed in our hand. No excuses. So we got to find a way to figure it out, saints. We're going to have to cut the excuses and get down to business. Come on here. Other things that can drain your strength is your attitude. Having the wrong attitude. A mouthful of complaining. Right now where we sitting, and I don't care how much we done been through with this crisis of COVID and everything going on in the workforce and the shortages of supplies and increasing prices and 
turmoil and strife are going on in our families and deaths in the land, we don't have room to complain. Don't you be that one that's down in the mouth negative because it's negative things that's going on. You still can have a good attitude. Oh, come on. It's crucial. If you expect to keep up your strength in God, you got to watch those small things, saints, because it's the small foxes that destroy the vine. Oh, my God. Love of money. First Timothy 6 talked about the love of money, the love of being uh, high in our career. There's nothing wrong with having a career. We all need jobs and careers so that we can earn our living and our money so we can pay bills and eat and those things. But it's the love of it. We have to watch it, saints. Oh, my God. Being overtaken with distractions. And there's so many distractions that the saints now are having to deal with. Even more so than the Apostles' Day. Because we got all this technology now. We got all these things going on in the mainstream and in the media. And that's why we have to learn when to cut it off. Take a break. Step back because it drains you. It gets in your mind and in your spirit. And before you know it, your spirit end up getting heavy. But we got to stay strong in God. We can't afford to let our spirits get so distracted and so caught up in everything that's going on. Getting into arguments and debates. Well, we got time to argue and debate the word is the word. Paul warned about that in Titus, the third chapter, verse nine. He also urged Timothy, don't you get involved in foolish debates about genealogies, about any of those things. First Timothy, the sixth chapter, verses four through five. That kind of stuff that we get caught up in trying to make folks believe like we believe, you know, trying to get people to see it how we see it. Folk ain't gonna see it how you see it. If God gave the revelation to you, then you be settled in your own mind and your own spirit and move on. God has got to reveal it to them too. We ain't got room to be sitting around wasting a bunch of time. We gotta stay strong in God. Because it's empty. Paul said it's empty. It's a waste of time to be sitting going back and forth with folk. I ain't going back and forth with you. Well, come on here. The truth is the truth. You got to make up your own mind. Everybody got to be persuaded where? In their own mind. And I'm not going to cast my pearls where? Before swine. Because some folks just ain't going to accept it. And you might as well get that in your spirit now. So stop wasting a bunch of time on folk that God is not pulling on. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. We spread ourselves too thin, saints, uh, trying to take on other people's problems, uh, letting folks dump their garbage on us. You weren't meant to handle that. 
the saints. That's why fellowship is important. That's why developing relationships with the saints is important. You can't have all ungodly or worldly relationships, people that don't believe that are not the light, precious faith that you are. They don't operate and live by the same standard that you live and operate by. They don't trust and believe God and expect that, you know, they're going to encourage you somehow. Or they're going to make you feel better about where you are. Come on, somebody. They sin us. You got to be tightly connected and fit together with the saints, with the household of faith. That's why we got to gleam off each other, encourage one another, pray for one another. Come on here. That's why listening to our testimonies is so important. You know, uh, that's why testimony services is so crucial. That's why, you know, having uh, get togethers, being able to be close to the saints, to understand that you are not the only one that's in this fight. You ain't the only one going through. But we all gonna go through together. And we gonna win together. Come on here. Another thing that we have a tendency of allowing to draw down our strength is unbelief. And we gotta realize, saints, it's not what you say. It's how you say it. How are we standing in this day? It shows a whole lot how much you actually believe. We talk a lot. We quote a lot of scriptures. But at the end of the day, when you put that Bible down, how are you walking? How are you living? How are you carrying yourself throughout your days, throughout your weeks, throughout your months, throughout your years? How? Are you handling life or is it handling you? Do you actually believe the words that you read? Do you believe all these scriptures? Do you believe in the teachings of Jesus Christ and the apostles' doctrine? Do you believe in the prophecies of the prophets? Do you believe everything that was written and spoken? Then we should have some fruits of what we say that we believe. Oh my God. And if it's an area in our life that's lagging in our faith, then we need to be honest with God and say, Lord God, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. 
trial. From the pulpit to the door. Oh my God. Unbelief. You can't expect to be strong in God and you lagging in your faith. Charge your faith. You got to talk to yourself. Oh my God. When you read in the scriptures, you don't just read it, but you got to let it soak in your spirit. You got to meditate on that thing and say, I got to trust and believe in God. Oh my God. That all things is going to work together for the good. Oh, even though it looked bad, even though it sounds bad, even though you may have gotten a bad report, but all things are working together for good. Oh, I've got to believe that because I love God and I'm the called according to his purpose. That's why you can't rely on feelings and be strong in God because your feelings are changed like the wind. One minute you feel good. Then a few hours later, you may be feeling down. You may be tired. Don't want to be bothered. Your feelings are too shaky. That's why you got to be strong in God and stand on the word of God. Come on, somebody. So we got to be watchful. We got to watch. We got to fight. And we got to pray. Let me tell y'all something. We all going to have to learn how to walk and chew gum at the same time. You know, we we, we just want to do one thing and sit in a corner, you know, and say, Lord, I hope it work out. Oh, honey, you're going to have to watch, keep your spiritual eyes open. You got to be in tune in the spirit realm and know what's going on in your surroundings. You can't be walking around with your eyes closed, halfway sleep in the kingdom. Come on here. Wake up, Zion, and put on what? Strength. You got to watch. You got to fight. Oh, Paul told Timothy, you got to fight the good fight. This is a good fight we in. <laughs> fight the good fight of faith. And then what? Lay hold to eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called. Oh, my God. Then we got to have a strong prayer life. Ain't talking about this little silent prayers that we have a tendency to doing, and I'm not just talking about us, I'm talking about in general, the saints. We done got into the habit of this silent. So, you know, doing more whining. No, 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 no. No, well, we need to spend some prayer time ministering to God what he said in his word. Oh, my God, and I found out when you start speaking the word to God. Oh, my God, because he is his word. He began to speak back to you. If you take some time out to spend with God, God don't have a problem revealing to you what's happening in your life, the things that you're going to have to face and things you're going to have to go through. Oh, God, he don't reveal it all at once, but little bit by little bit. That's why it takes time. Oh, my God. Yes, Lord Jesus. Oh, it's not about begging and whining and crying. Prayer is much more than that. We offer supplication. We offer thanksgiving. Sometimes when you pray, you just want to tell God, I thank you. God, I'm not asking for anything today. But Lord God, I just say thank you. 
talking. If they talked, they talked the word. They had a smile on their face and they was going through hell and high water, afflictions, many trials. But a lot of times what they did is they just went through with a smile. Just went through in silence. Not giving the enemies of God something to work with. Some ammunition to try to throw against us. Oh my God. See, a lot of times when the natural soldier is in war, what do they do? They sneak through the bushes and they sit there and they watch their enemy. And they have to be real quiet. So sometimes, saints, there are some seasons where you have to be quiet. <laughs> and you have to let God give you direction. You have to let God speak to you and tell you how to operate through this thing. So a lot of times we got too much noise going on in the background. Oh, my God. The wiles of the devil. Because, because he have tactics to try to intimidate the saints of God. Not only do he want to intimidate you, he bullies the saints, the weak ones. Because he knows it's only certain ones that he can bully. The strong, settled, seasoned saints, they not going to fall for his attacks and his tactics. Because he knows that they going to push back. Oh, my God. See, that's why you got to stay strong. You got to stay up. You got to stand up, saints. This ain't time to be weak. Oh, because your enemy goes about like a roaring lion. <laughs> Seeking who? Whom he may devour. Looking for some weak saints to eat up. Oh, my God. So he likes to bully. Like that old school bully on the playground. He's looking for somebody that he can push around. Somebody he can be aggressive with. Oh, that he can browbeat you so you can fold under the pressure. And he also beguiles. He captivates folks in their mind. He charms folks. Oh, my God. Don't you let the enemy charm you out of the kingdom by trying to sell you stuff, trying to buy you. Oh, my God, because the enemy got a kingdom, too. And he got some charms and some trinkets and some flashy stuff to try to lure folks away from the things that's spiritual. Oh, my God. Oh, but we realize that the enemy's tactics are all carnal. Oh, my God. Come on, somebody. We can't get caught up in carnality. We got to be of the spirit mind, spirit-led, spirit-fed. Come on here. We got to tap in even more to the Holy Ghost. We got to let the Holy Ghost be in the forefront. Let the Holy Ghost be our lead and our guide. The Holy Ghost 
too much messiness. Oh my God, too much division, too much backbiting, too much lying, too much cheating, too much sitting down. Oh my God, we got to let the Holy Ghost stir up a fire in our souls like never before. That we be mindful of the kingdom of God. That we be mindful, oh my God, of this life that we live in. Oh, because we should be operating as a light in the midst of a dark, crooked, perverse, evil generation. Oh, my God. Verse 12 says, for we wrestle. Oh, and wrestle here is like arm wrestling. I don't know if you've ever been in arm wrestling. But you striving hard and you pushing with everything within you to try to get the other person's arm down. We're not wrestling in that fashion with flesh and blood. It's not people. It's the spirits. Everybody say spirits. Spirits. It's spirits. I know we see their skin color, we see the hair, we see the clothes, we see all of those things on the outward appearance, but it's the spirits that's cutting up, Woo! it's the spirits that's causing folks to be nasty and cold and mean and evil, spirits! It's causing people to be lawless and to break the law and to be rebellious. This is a rebellious, stiff-necked generation. It's the spirits that's in man. Oh, my God. We don't wrestle against the flesh and the blood, but against principalities. Principalities are rulers. Against powers, that's authorities. See, there's a hierarchy here that we have to deal with in the spirit realm that you can't see with your natural eye. Against rulers of darkness of this world. You hear that? Of this world. So that's world leaders. Everything that happens in our government, everything that happens across the seas in other kingdoms in every country and other governments, it has some effect on how we operate and how we live. Against spiritual wickedness, where? In high places. So there's a war going on that's above your head. Fallen angels, demons, and the devil himself. See, there's a lot that we got to contend with. But I like the word of God in the book of Jude, where it says that we must contend for the faith that was once what? Delivered to the saints. Woo! That means you got to fight. Every day you get up. Let me put this camera close to me. Every day you get up, you got a fight on your hand. Don't think that the enemy is going to let you walk through here without an attack. 
Oh, I guess y'all ain't been there. See, you like one minute you get one attack and then you turn your neck and here comes something else. But I'm glad that the weapons of my warfare, the weapons of the saints' warfare, the weapon of the soldiers' warfare, they ain't carnal. Yes. See, I used to be carnal. When I got mad at you, I just put up these dukes now and we just went to town. See, I used to be carnal. See, they used to have to call Elder Bean and Sister Bean quite a bit because, uh, you know, I done did some stuff. You ain't lying. That I ain't proud of. Because my weapons was carnal. Oh, come on here. I didn't shy away from no fight. Oh, my God. I had a reputation just like y'all got reputations too. Guess what? Let that reputation stay back there. <laughs> don't, don't let it come back. Don't let it. <laughs> but now our weapons are not carnal, but they what? Mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. See, it's some strongholds that's in the atmosphere that the saints of God got to pray, oh my God, and plead the blood of Jesus and rebuke the hands of the enemy and just stop letting everything go. That's our responsibility. That's why God put you here. God put you here to fight. He put you here to represent. He put you here so you can be a light to somebody. You don't know who's looking at you. Oh, my God. Yes, we got to fight every single day. Well, you may say to yourself, I get tired of fighting. I get it. And you know why we get tired? Because we mow in the flesh than in the spirit. That's it. We getting so tired in the fight. Well, we just want to quit. We don't want to be bothered. We think that going to sleep and eating our favorite food and, you know, uh, listening to our favorite music or movie, trying to get our mind to go away is going to help matters. No, the matter and the issue and the consequences is still going to be there. Come on, somebody. So, verse 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. So wherefore here in the beginning of this scripture means because of this, because of everything Paul just described starting in verse 10, talking about you got to be strong. You got to put on the whole armor. You got to be able to stand against the wiles or the tactics of the devil because there is a hierarchy of darkness that we all got to deal with in face of demons, rulers, world rulers, spiritual wickedness, high places, because of all of that, he says, now, wherefore, take unto you the whole arm of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. See, Paul just repeated himself. Because it's very crucial that we all get this concept in our spirit. And having done all to stand, that includes putting on the arm of God, resisting the devil. The Bible says 
Let's resist the devil. Push back. Fight back. Tell him no. Oh, my God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Because he knows that he can't just push you over. You don't just let him have his way in your life. Run roughshod through your house and your home, your family, your marriage, your finance, your job. No, no, no. Satan, the Lord, rebuke you. The blood of Jesus is against you. Resist him. No, you're not going to have it like that here, devil. Today ain't your day, devil. And you just got to serve devil's notice. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to let them know, uh-uh, not today. Not this week, and not next week, not next month, and not this year. <laughs> oh, my God. Having done all the stand, stand now for. In other words, stand anyway. Well, first lady, I'm going through so much, I can hardly keep up with it. Stand anyway. Stand in spite of. Oh, first lady, you just don't know. Oh, the trouble I done seen. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Stand anyway. Oh, first lady, I ain't been going through nothing like this before. Boy, this just hit me, and boy, it's hard for me to catch my wind. It's hard for me to catch my spiritual wind and catch my breath. Stand anyway. When the door closes in your face, because God got seven more doors that he can open, but come on, somebody. Stand anyway. <laughs> when you go and get the bad news at the doctor, the bad report, stand anyway. When it seems like everybody in your own house, your family, is turning away, turning against you, stand anyway. Woo, my God. <laughs> oh, because a lot of times your enemies are the ones that are surrounding you. They spirit ain't agreeing with you. <laughs> my God, stand in the evil day. Because we all can agree the days are evil. <laughs> we can all agree. And you ain't got to go far to find evil. It's working. It's constantly at work. But the saints of God got to be even more at work. We got to be more instant in prayer. Oh, my God. Ready to give an answer for this faith that we believe in. Being ready to be a witness to somebody. Or to persuade somebody that they might be a Christian. Oh, my God. Being a light everywhere we go with our behavior, our attitude. Oh, my God. The way we carry ourselves. The way we respond to pressure and the stress. That all goes into being a soldier in the army of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Woo. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Stand there for in spite of being disappointed and frustrated. I know you're frustrated. I get frustrated too. The pastor get frustrated. We all go through times where we get angry. And rightfully so. The Bible said be angry and sin not. 
for your situation. So you can be armed and ready that you don't get caught off guard, that you don't get spiritually ambushed. Woo! Because a lot of times in battle, the enemy will ambush you, catch you while you're sleeping. That's a word right there. That's a word right there. I believe I preached that one day. So we get spiritually ambushed. The enemy is rocking us to sleep. We sleeping on the job of God. We sleeping in the vineyard where we should be laboring in the vineyard. We should be working in the vineyard. This ain't no time to fold up your hands and take a nap. Your enemy is watching you right around the corner. Right up the street. Across the street. Right next door. Oh, my God. Don't you get spiritually ambushed. You better wake up. Oh, come on here. Wake up, Zoom. Everybody that's Zooming. Open your eyes up. You can't afford to be Ray Charles in the spirit closing your eyes. Open your eyes up. Look at that devil. No, I see you, and I rebuke you. <laughs> oh, no. No. Carry some bottle of oil. I carry it. I carry it. Fully loaded. Got a bottle of oil right next to my dough on the fireplace. And I plead the blood in the atmosphere. Put it on the dough post. Oh, my God. Y'all know nothing about using that oil as a weapon. Weapons of my warfare ain't cool. They ain't gonna spiritually ambush me. Oh my God. I'm just gonna wake up and see. Say that again, Elder. The some of the stuff we go through, Ray Charles can see. Amen. Say that, sir. So the Bible says you gotta have your loins girt about with truth. So you gotta have a knowledge of 